0: Good morning, this is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Uber will lay off 3,700 employees as demand for ride hailing services plummets during the pandemic. The layoffs are thought to represent about 15% of the San Francisco-based company's total full-time workforce. Meanwhile, the state of California and some cities are suing Uber and Lyft for misclassifying their drivers as contractors and denying them access to employee benefits, like unemployment insurance, which is especially needed during the pandemic. Correct classifications say the state and cities is required under California's new labor law, known as AB5. KQED's Sam Harnett reports.
1: This could be the lawsuit that finally makes Uber and Lyft drivers employees instead of contractors. Calling it an unprecedented coalition, city attorneys from L.A., San Francisco, and San Diego joined with State Attorney General Javier Becerra to file the suit.
0: These companies are willing to take these workers' labor as drivers, but they don't want to accept the worker protections that should go with that work as these employees should get.
1: He added that the pandemic has exposed the consequences of the misclassification.
0: Sometimes it takes a pandemic to shape us into realizing what that really means and who suffers, the consequences others.
1: Becerra says the lawsuit has three goals, halt misclassification, assess penalties, and seek restitution. The legal premise of the lawsuit is that Uber and Lyft had unfair competition over other businesses that do cover the cost of benefits like unemployment insurance. City Attorney Mike Feuer of Los Angeles. Often the language that we use here gets kind of sanitized. Misclassification means cheating. We are here to assure that no company gets an unfair advantage over another, particularly at the expense of the workers they employ and the taxpayers." Fuhr says he hopes there will be a ripple effect on other gig companies like Instacart and DoorDash. For Uber and Lyft, the penalties could be up to $2,500 per driver. With hundreds of thousands of drivers in California, billions of dollars are at stake. Al Olaudi drives in San Francisco and he's getting unemployment benefits right now paid for by the state. He's waited years for Uber and Lyft to be held accountable. You know, always Uber, they do not obey the law and the government always go in slowly. Aloudi though, is disappointed that it took the state five months to take action after AB5 became law and made it harder for companies to classify workers as contractors. He's also disappointed that it took two years for AB5 to become law after the Dynamex court case in 2018, and that the case only went to the state Supreme Court eight years after Uber and Lyft started. Allaudi is most worried now that this lawsuit could drag on for months or years. Uber and Lyft, they have a, giants of a like army of attorneys. In a statement, Lyft said, quote, we are looking forward to working with the attorney general and mayors across the state to bring all the benefits of California's innovation economy to as many workers as possible. But Lyft is playing to fight the lawsuit, as is Uber. San Francisco City attorney Dennis Herrera says it should have never come to this in the first place.
2: And folks like us shouldn't be forced to have to bring repetitive actions to make sure that companies are adhering to the law and acting in a responsible way.
1: Now, Herrera says it's time for that to come to an end. For the California Report, I'm Sam Harnett.
0: A federal law providing coronavirus emergency aid discriminates against millions of U.S. citizen kids by denying them payments because their parents are undocumented. That's according to a class-action lawsuit on behalf of these children, including roughly one million in California. KQED's Farida Javala-Romero reports.
2: The lawsuit is asking a federal court in Maryland to order the Trump administration to give $500 stimulus checks to American kids who've been left out. One of the plaintiffs is the Mexican mother of an eight-year-old U.S. citizen. She lost her job at a restaurant in Washington, D.C. due to the pandemic, and she worries about feeding her son and fears they'll get sick because they live with five other adults who've been diagnosed with COVID-19, she says. She says her son was born here, and he deserves this economic help. Plaintiff's attorney Mary McCord says most public benefits, like food stamps, go to U.S. citizen kids regardless of their parents' immigration status. But under the CARES Act, stimulus checks are provided only when all filers on a tax return have a Social Security number, which undocumented immigrants do not, says McCord. It frustrates efforts to jumpstart the economy, and it punishes U.S. citizen children for their parents' status. Last month, U.S. citizens married to undocumented immigrants immigrants sued over their exclusion from CARES Act benefits. The U.S. Department of Justice did not immediately return a request for comment. For the California Report, I'm Farida Javala romero
0: In Orange County, more beaches will be allowed a limited reopening after Governor Gavin Newsom reached agreements with local officials. But the governor isn't happy with rural counties that are defying stay-at-home orders. KQED Senior Politics Editor Scott Schaefer reports. Newsom has laid out specific guidelines and limitations for reopening the economy without sacrificing public safety during the pandemic. But some rural counties, including Yuba and Sutter, are going further. For example, by opening hair salons and allowing seated dining inside restaurants. Local officials there say they're taking adequate precautions, but the governor doesn't agree. They're making a big mistake. They're putting
3: their public at risk. They're putting our progress at risk. We've been clear about that well aware of those examples.
0: Newsom says he's open to giving those counties more leeway in reopening businesses, but he's asking them to work with state public health officials to limit the risk to employees and customers. For the California Report, I'm Scott Schaefer. Just as it was about to reopen, the California report reached out to Yuba County to hear its reasons for reopening while stay-at-home orders are still in place. It argues with only one recorded COVID hospitalization, it's safe. Here's Yuba County spokesperson Russ Brown. We totally respect what the governor's doing because he's dealing with a very large landscape, and we tell our, our residents that what we're putting in place is according to our area, what fits, what's appropriate because of our low prevalence and our single hospitalization. And we understand that it would not be appropriate for other parts of California, certainly. That's Yuba County spokesperson Russ Brown. A new study from the Pew Research Center predicts that debt collections will grow dramatically in the pandemic's aftermath. KQED's Bond Lamudi reports.
2: Two weeks ago, Governor Newsom barred debt collectors from garnishing the $1,200 stimulus checks headed to millions of Californians. But courts are going to reopen again sometime. And Erica Rickard, the Pew Studies project director, argues debt collectors are likely to sue to get other assets. The court
3: process, which is what our report really talks about, is what enables all of these different channels for debt collectors to then uh, garnish wages or free someone's bank account and take their
2: assets. But now, as the economy is sinking and more people are living off credit, Rickard believes this problem will only get worse. California has deferred other collection activities, but that'll all come due once COVID-19 restrictions lift and the courts can open again. For the California Report, I'm Aditi Bandlamudi.
0: And finally, has your driver's license lapsed during the pandemic? Or do you need to register a car or truck? Well, the California Department of Motor Vehicles says it hopes to start reopening its field offices later this month as it puts into place coronavirus safeguards. The DMV says it could take about a month to open all 170 of its offices, and some services still won't be available for a while, like on the road driving tests. Sorry to all the teenagers who are trying to get their first license. And that's the California Report for Wednesday, May 6th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Saul Gonzalez from Los Angeles. Have a great day.
3: Support for the California Report comes from California Earthquake Authority, offering earthquake insurance to help Californians protect their financial futures. EarthquakeAuthority.com Eric and Wendy Schmidt whose Fund for Strategic Innovation supports transformative ideas that benefit humanity while protecting the natural world, recognizing through science the interdependence of all living systems, and Personal Capital, offering remote telefinance services with financial advisors and digital financial planning tools, personalcapital.com.
2: Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.
3: Did you ever wonder what it's like to live alone, hidden in the woods, not speaking to a single soul for 30 years?